This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, Mom's here. I'm here. Jules is here. Hi, guys. We haven't had you on the show in a bit, Mom. I know. It's been a while. I thought maybe you didn't like me. I thought maybe you were over it. I thought maybe the, I thought maybe the community didn't want me either, so I was feeling a little slighted, but happy to be back. Everybody really seems to be taking a lot of things personal, to be honest. We've been... <laughs> Very, very busy, and we've been just been we've been pulled all over the state. Listen, I'm very proud of what you're doing, North so, Jersey, and, and always happy to help. So it, it's good to see you with wings and doing it on your own, and really making a mark for yourselves with your little sidekick jewels here, and of course Candace <laughs> and the rest of the crew. And I'd love to see that the Berkeley staff is now involved. So uh, all good, honey. It's all good. Well, it makes me very happy, and uh, th- thank you so much for the the, uh, the support. And let's get into a time where we were not supported. You were not at the live show. I wasn't, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Go ahead, please. All right, I'm going to tell you why. Jules was here, what, Thursday or Wednesday of that week yeah. earlier? And you told me about that it was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, great, I'll be there. What time? And you said 7 p.m. And I went, ooh. Because here's the thing, Al. Your mother's getting old, all right? And you live an hour and a half away from me. I don't, like, people, here's the thing, everybody. Everybody's saying when I posted the Christmas tree mm-hmm. or the snowstorm, and I showed Daddy shoveling snow and Daddy putting the tree up. The question is, where are your boys? Right. Fun fact, my boys haven't lived with me in forever. Mm. We are empty nesters and have been for quite some time. My boys live an hour and a half away. So having said that, you live an hour and a half away. So now I'm thinking to myself, okay, so I have to be down there at 7. It's probably not going to end to like 10, 10.30. And then I got to drive up by myself mm-hmm. an hour and a half don't want to do that you know daddy couldn't come down with me lauren couldn't come down because she was home with the baby so i'm like you know what guys you don't need me it's a little further away than it looked on paper like you know know, when you see on the on the google Mm. it's like oh wow okay you know that's like a quick hour something drive you know Mm -hmm. that's not gonna be that big of a deal it is i'll tell you what it's exhausting like driving up here to do the shows and stuff like that because we would like to, you know we got to sprinkle everybody in pepper everybody in candace everyone will immediately what's the beef with candace what's going on candace is two, an hour and a half away. Right. And trust me, if I had a sidekick to drive with me, mm-hmm. I'll drive at 3 o'clock in the morning for five hours. Don't care. Yeah. But once upon a time, I was driving home from the shore on the parkway, got a flat tire, mm. all by myself. Yeah, right? No. I don't want to repeat that. No. No, I get it. I get it. I totally understand. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, obviously, you were missed. Um, Listen, and did I you watch it? To be there. I did. You know, I watched it. I ch- I did the wave, chime and then P.S. I did chime, and the, the show was over by the time uh, my my chime went through. But I did chime. Did you guys enjoy it? Uh, yes. The only thing, the only if, may I critique one thing, if I could, please. The sound was a little off. Yeah. 
we Nando said something about the sound. Yeah, we're gonna work on that. Yes. I mean, everyone's just like looking at us. They expect us to be perfect all the time, Jules. Madness. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Maddening. If I can't tell you what's wrong, who else can? Well, look, it was a lot of fun. People did seem to like it. It did. It okay. did and I love seeing everybody, and it makes me very proud of you all to see. I remember when you first started this thing to see what you've you've accomplished. Makes me super duper proud, and I, and I love that you've got all these young kids, the Berkeley family, if you will. Now another arm of the podcast, which I think is great. Lots going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna we're going to do more of the live shows, and mm-hmm. we're actually gonna do a lot more video stuff very very soon. The equipment has been purchased. It's just a matter of where is it gonna be. Is mm-hmm. there is it, the video gonna be? Is it gonna be up here, or is it gonna be down there? Right. It can't travel. I mean, there's a lot of little things to kind of figure out. Because you know, you know, your father will just be all over the fact that the video. The thing is, right? So know. I feel like the video <laughs> stuff should be up here. But at the same time, I do feel like the Berkeley people do better on video because we got a lot of comments on the Berkeley folks, how they're very pretty. Sure there are. It's a great group. I, I Listen, there's merit to both because being the superstar that I am, you know people would want to <laughs> see me, okay, because I am a superstar. All right, so, and then, but you've got that crew down there, which are really fun to look at. They, so um, uh, it's a little bit of both. People are saying it's Vanderpump East. Yeah. They, we had a comment <laughs> saying we are the uh, Biggie Smalls to uh, Lisa Vanderpump's Tupac. Okay. No one said that. Okay. You just no made one that said that at yourself? all. Sounds I made I made it up. He just made it up. But listen, you be you. I don't know if somebody didn't say that. I wouldn't. Even, so what? You be you. It didn't get back to me. Okay. But either way, here I, we I, are. I like the look. I like the vibe. So maybe you have two setups. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the goal to purchase equipment for two setups. For two setups. Somebody asked. Uh, please go ahead, Jules. Oh, somebody commented though on the show that there should be a show about the Berkeley Squad. Remember huh. that? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Moving on. Mm. Um, <laughs> the uh, somebody did comment. You know what was our interview process like? Uh, no joke. We hired literally everybody that applied for a job at the Berkeley. Well, Ur- there Urbano, were one or two. One person didn't there was make one it. person that didn't make it because she was chewing she gum. Was chewing and Urbano gum. was like, "I don't like that she don't chew gum, or I don't like the way she chew gum." She chewed gum when she being interviewed by like, girl. Bye. He goes goodbye. I don't have yeah. time. I don't have time. I'm like Urbana. We need every human body we can get. Our interview pro- to this day, if you show up to the Berkeley looking for a job in the restaurants, you will get one. Yes, it's, it is how we roll. And it's up to you if you fail. That's the thing. You know, it's like everybody. Gets it's a just chance. about how long. Yeah. How long can you hang? Correct. Anyway, um, <clears throat> we had a lot of things we wanted to get to. Some things that we covered on the on the on the Christmas show that we wanted to revisit. Uh, because people did want the Don's opinion. And then we have a fun little game of, uh, is was this a real, like, Hallmark movie, Hallmark Christmas movie, mm-hmm. uh, or is it fake made up? Okay. Um, I'll be reading you plot lines, and you'll be guessing. A little bit of a fun thing that we don't usually do. Right? We're going to play with that a little bit at some point, too. Um, we got this question. It was how we opened the show. Uh, and... It's a popular one. It keeps coming in, and that people want your opinion. Basically, um, two directions. Question one is: Will you personally be asking people to have a COVID test before coming over? Your opinion on all of that? COVID safety during the holidays. Is number this, one. Is this is, this this is you personally. Okay. Um, what, what is basically your mom's plan for Christmas? Will she be asking people to take a COVID test? Number one. Number two. What does she think of others who are asking people to get COVID tested 
and people's attitudes towards that test. Are you a, basically, are you an a-hole for not getting COVID tested if someone asks you to? My answer to that is um, everything within reason. All right. Now, my mom, who is 84, will be joining us for Christmas. We are breaking her out of the assisted living um, facility where she um, couldn't come for Thanksgiving because she had to quarantine. And she's, uh, she's been quarantining for a month now. And she made the decision to come for Christmas. Are they allowed to do that? Yeah. And when she goes back, though, she has to quarantine in her room for mm-hmm. two weeks. But she doesn't want to miss Christmas seeing the kids. Um, she will ma- wear a mask the entire time she's here. And it's my understanding you're putting her some her, like somewhere else. Her choice. Her choice was, you know, I I cannot not miss the kids. I cannot mm. miss the Christmas, um, because you know, God forbid, she's getting on in years, and she wants to spend every available moment for these special times. She lost, just lost Grandpa. It's her first Christmas without him. Mm-hmm. So you know, of course, we didn't want her to be alone. She was alone for Thanksgiving because of COVID. Um, it didn't sit well with any of us. Um, what we are doing is we have com- we have scaled down tremendously the um, guest list. Mm. It is just immediate family. Mm. Grandma will be there with a uh, mask on, but you kids all had COVID. Well, at least in a minimum, we had the antibodies. You know, that's what. Uh, that so like, um, that, I don't. I mean, Richard, I, I don't know if that, that's breaking news. I don't know if that I've said that. I did get an antibody test and it came up. Yeah. So. Uh, so I don't know how long that works for. I don't know that that's like some kind of. Bulletproof vest or something of her future stuff. I don't know. I'm not assuming one way or the other. Right. Um, but I'm not playing know. games. Listen, here's the deal. I'm 59. I have high blood pressure. And apparently I have the blood type, which is A positive, um, that they say you react the worst to COVID wow. if you have A positive. So I have the trifecta. I'm in the age group. I have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, that blood type. And dad is 60, and dad has severe sleep apnea. So also that is also a negative thing. Well, which I have so, too. Yes, correct. So I am in no way, you know, uh, going to say, oh, sure, everybody come over. No. Um, if you've been traveling, if you've been in states that it's an open state, I don't want you here. Because mostly because of my mom. Yeah. So I, I am super careful about it. I am not uh, – uh, I'm not um, – a Karen about it, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go to a restaurant. I'll go out. I'll do all those things. I will keep my distance. If I'm standing in front of somebody that I really don't know, I'll stand 10 feet away from them with right. my mask on. But I'm not going to put myself down a rabbit hole. I I, I, I think it's very important that we live. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, when you have an elderly parent, it's the decision to make. And this was her decision. We didn't say, Mom, you need to come. It was her decision. I want to come. I will wear my mask. I will keep my distance, but I want to see my family. And because of that, we have where we would usually have 40 people. We're just going to have the immediate family, you know, and and that's it. I think a lot of people are doing that. That's what we're doing, you know, but it's 2020. Yep. It's a tough thing. Here's what's very strange and someone has brought this up when you have grandparents especially that are getting up in age and they don't necessarily think they have many years left Mm -hmm. and they want to take that risk of coming out taking the precautions and stuff as well but they want to go out okay it's a very hard thing to say no well that was my point you know it what thanksgiving 
Because what if you just, you know, do and not. I, I think Thanksgiving was an eye opening, uh, eye opener, excuse me, an eye opener perhaps to her because she was alone on Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, and she was like, you know what? Screw this. Yeah. You know, I'm 83 plus years old, 84 years old. I'm doing it. Doing it with a mask on. We're going to keep her safe. You know, my house is set up in a way that we have like, my living room is kind of sunken. So it's like a two, couple of steps up to the, to a, a TV room and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So she'll be, she'll be right in the mix, but away from everybody. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, I don't need to see a piece of paper to know that you're clear of COVID. I would like you to respect my position and, and, and be, you know, aware of, of where we're coming from and just, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, again, ask for proof. I would like now, you to be honest. For the That's people, all. for the people that are being asked to go get tested in order to go to a loved one's house. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you feel that? You know, some of them are saying, "I'm not getting tested for such and such person," and they ask, "Do do if I felt that was unreasonable, um, that if somebody's asking them to get tested, uh, that they, you know, just for whatever reason they don't want to, is that messed up of them?" And I said, "Look." Personally, I think that if someone wants you to do that, okay, and wants you to go get tested and all that other stuff, um, and you don't want to go, you could just say, look, you know, I, I'm not comfortable getting tested for whatever reason, blah, 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 and there's your excuse. You don't say to them, oh, I got tested and no, not like cool. lie, not, not cool. cool. Or like, do I think you're kind of a, if you're saying, oh, hey, like, I'm pissed at them for wanting me to get tested, I don't think that's reasonable either. If they're right. like that, then you just got to, like, it's a mutual thing. If you're a little bit more lax about it, fine. Right. And you just kind of take it into account. Right. Respect each other's position and feeling. And you don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what fears they have. You don't know what underlying issues they have. So what works for one perhaps doesn't work for another. Yeah. But just be respectful of each other. And if, if, in fact, you find that distasteful that someone asks you to get a COVID test and you politely decline the invitation. But that doesn't make either of them jackasses. It's, you know, they're doing their thing. But just respect each other's position. That's all. I agree. I agree. Um, we've had a number of people, uh, I guess you would call them, uh, not really so much chimes, but people looking for an update on whether or not you listened to the show the last time Dad was on. Yes. So you listened to the- Shocker. I'm shocked. So you listened to you listened to Dad uh, about yeah. the way he, his exact words were evacuates. The way you go. Yes. And look, we don't make this a toilet show. We, right. do not, we try not to make this a poop show. Right. Okay. We're not, this is just, we, we get the facts and we report on them. That's what mm-hmm. we do. Can you rock through for me your um your whole just your 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 whole psyche just even absorbing the information that you took in on that podcast? Well, here's the thing. I'm with I'm with Daddy for 40 years. It's not like I met him yesterday. And this is something I never knew about him. So he never once said, "Hey, no. look, Kara, I'm going to use uh-uh. this part of the shower head to clean my ass." No. Never and I've seen him in the shower I, so many times I can't even count. It's a thing. I'll, I'll have conversations with him. I'll talk when I'll talk to him when the shower door is open, and I'm like, "What was that?" Over now about? is he doing it? While you, so, so did you I've just never not, seen him do it? Never seen him do that. So maybe he's making it up. Is what I don't I'm think saying. he's making that up, Mom. I don't think anybody <laughs> would make that up. Nobody in their right mind would make that up. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to ruin your holiday. I'm really not. But no one would make that up. Who would make it up? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why you would say such a thing. I never saw him do it, and I've seen him take a shower. I, again, can't count. Over Have you years. ever seen him walk from the bathroom to the shower? Never. Knowing what you know now. No, lie, lie. What he does is he gets up, and of course he uses the bathroom first. 
Sometimes he goes on the couch and watches TV for a couple hours and then takes a shower. It is very, very rare for your father to go to the bathroom and then get right in the shower. That's, that's not why, what he's saying. That's why I'm questioning the story. I am questioning the story. That's not what he's saying. Okay, I live with the man. Right, but I mean, how long like, do you know what he's doing in there? And where? Well, let me put it to you this way. Okay. Let's put it to you this way, okay? And this is a, a major, this, this is a question that has major repercussions. Oh, yeah. Major, All okay? Right. I'm not afraid. Go ahead. Have you noticed the rate of which your toilet paper runs out? Um, no, I haven't. Would it be fair to say that it takes a while between changing roles? I couldn't tell you. I'm going to tell you why. I have a very large store of toilet tissue. Yeah, next to the thing. Yeah. Right? So I, I am really not. And then the cleaning lady comes and replenishes, so I don't know. Not aware. I would start numbering them. Okay. Should I date them? I mean, I would just see because if it's just you going through that stuff, the oh, well, are, now now you confronted him. I I suppose. I said, "What what what is it that I'm hearing?" And he starts laughing. I says, "I've never seen you do that." Cat, cat, what now? What cat? Please. And he starts laughing. So I don't know if he's telling you the truth. Ma, there's no way. There's no listen. One day, <laughs> when you guys and I hope it's a billion years from now, when you guys have passed on, mm. my children and my children's children will be listening back to this. Okay. Yeah. And they will hear stories of, of their grandfather and great-grandfather voluntarily saying he basically doesn't wipe. He cleans his ass with a shower head and doesn't tell you about that. Like, were you annoyed? When you, when, you, when you heard this, were you immediately disturbed? Were you upset? What? It was so unlike him because he's very clean on himself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Well. So this was like, but like, what does it take to clean yourself in the toilet and then proceed like normal people? And then proceed yeah, but no matter what, shower. that's where that shower head's going. Do you use that shower head for anything? Watch out. I'm going to tell you what I could tell you. Go ahead. I also have a, a package of uh, wipes. Yes. And that I replace often. Okay. There you go. Okay. Who's using the wipes? I, I don't know. I don't know. You're going to have to bring this up with him. Okay. But I don't think anybody would fall on a sword for content like he this. He would. He would. Not for this. <laughs> okay. Not for this. We're going to ask him again. And then, no, I don't think we should because it, <laughs> what it sounds like to me is the, the, I, I could have just as easily, I, I could just as easily grasp the thought of you pulling into the side and saying to him, listen, I'm going to let my PR savvy jump into this whole thing and we're going to have to straighten this out. No, no, no. I, listen, if that's what he does, then that's who he is. No shame in there. No shame. But again, 40 years in with this man, and well, do you first think, I'm hearing of it, first I'm think, recognizing it. You think you should have gotten a heads up? No. Yeah, well, why? You know, what, what's he going to do? Come say, Kara, by the way, I don't clean well, myself. I just go in the shower. You're using the same head, Mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't think he digs in with the Mom. head. Mom. <laughs> Mom. Think about it. He's not digging in with the head, but think about where it's going. From a, gra from a, gravitational, from a gravitational aspect. Sure, I hear He called it saying. a wand, okay? Now, I have now coined the term ass shrapnel. <laughs> and do you think it is fair to say, okay, that remnants of the honest are landing I on... have never seen such shrapnel. Never. And I'm very fastidious with my <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, but, Mom, I don't okay. think you're walking in looking for that, though. I am a little nuts because I, I often do, like, when I walk in the shower, I look, I do it like once over. I don't know why. It's just in my DNA. I'm, I'm a little. I'm a little OCD. Do you touch? You touch the wand though. 
I don't touch the wand. You don't touch his, his uh, wand. No, it stays on. The, you can't take it off, of course, the wall, yes. but I don't. I leave it on the wall. Now, is that just a, is that a, a, that wasn't a spoken about thing? You just don't happen to use it. I don't happen to use so, it. It's, I turn it on. Right. So I have that angle coming. Yes. But I don't use the wand. You don't take it off all. the wall. No, never. To clean the shower, which is really funny because if that's yeah, what's terrible. happening, I'm spraying that wand all over the walls. I, have you had a brush with pink eye? No. No? No. Okay. I'm just worried about you. <laughs> I'm worried about you. I appreciate I you. Was, I was, I just, when he was saying these things immediately. You thought of your mom. I did. And I love you for that. I did. <laughs> I did. I, I got a lot of phone calls after grandma with the white cloth thing. People were calling me up saying, you really, did you really have grandma on the podcast and not tell her? And I said, well, I kind of told her, kind of. <laughs> but at the same time, the same people were calling, is your dad for real? And I just wanted to, to you know, make sure that you were just in the know of this. I'm in the know now, thanks to you. Thanks to dear Albie. And I appreciate you. We try and do what we can. Mm. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This is a fun one. You want to see if there's a, uh, I'm going to read you a little, um, uh, a synopsis of, okay. um, before we get into our, our last year, Albie, there's a little fun one. We'll kind of do this across the next couple of days, maybe. <laughs> you tell me if this is a real Hallmark Christmas movie or this is made up. All right. Ready? The 12 Dates of Christmas. This, movie's, this movie follows Kate. A young woman hung up on her ex-boyfriend who, after a horrible blind date on Christmas Eve, wakes up to find she is reliving that same day and date all over again. Just as she seems to think she has gotten it right, the clock strikes midnight and Kate must leave Christmas Eve once again. Under these weird new circumstances, Kate learns to take risks and enjoy what she's been given. Thanks to the gift of Christmas Eve, Kate finds happiness by finally trusting fate. Jules, is that a real or fake Hallmark movie? I think it's real. Mother. I'm going to tell you something. Mm. Years ago, I was uh, lucky enough to do something for the Hallmark Channel. Really? Yes. And I was on the set of Hallmark where they do all their stuff. No way. It was magical. Really? And I'd like to go back, Hallmark. Invite me. E um, also, I believe it's real because it's got a little bit of a taste of um, Groundhog's Day in it. And it's got a little bit of a taste of, uh, uh, is it the Grinch? Not the Grinch. Is it the... What's the one that the Father Time comes in and says? Oh, um, I know what you mean. Scrooge. Scrooge. It's got a little Scrooge happening there, but on a romantic <laughs> level. So I feel like there's something that Ro uh, Hallmark would uh, would do. Uh, do. That is real. Yes. The, that know, is real. The Hallmark Channel is on at my house 24-7 because my mother is magical. obsessed. It's magical. That's her dream. She's like, I just want you to be in a Hallmark movie. I was in a Hallmark house. No and way. I walked through and I'm like, where am I? This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is spectacular and I did my little thing and it was like in the backyard setting and everything and um loved it. Where it, was, they... it was it was fantastic and I want to do it again. Where was it? Where they filmed? I was it's California. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I feel like that would weird me out mm -mm. for some reason. It was everything was perfect perfection. Perfect. Yeah. It was just you were, <laughs> you were just gliding through perfection. It was wonderful. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Um, do you want to do another one of those or do you want to do your Albie? 
Whatever you want. But, you know, I feel like I like this for Candace. Yeah. I think Candace would, would like this, too. <laughs> I'm going to hold this for Candace. But they're good. Because Candace like is big them. on the movies now, too. Uh, this is a good one. We actually, this did not make the, um, this was supposed to close the live show. Oh. Um, and uh, we didn't get to it. So it's a Dear Abby, which we haven't had in a while. Um, but it's a good one. Dear Abby, Christmas morning, my husband and I had a serious falling out. Before Christmas, we agreed not to spend more than $25 on each other because we're on a tight budget and that's all we could afford. Well, I ended up spending 31 on him because I honestly couldn't find anything I thought he'd like for less. But he bought me a $50 purse, which I needed like I needed another head. When I found out how much he paid for it, I was furious and took it back. He was very hurt and said I was cruel and ungrateful. Do you think I was, Abby? I feel so bad about the whole thing. In tears. Now, I can't read Abby anymore without thinking of Marky, which really freaks me out. <laughs> but Abby. anyway, um, what do you think? All right, here's my thing. Every year, your father, you know how your father treats me for Christmas. I didn't realize how much you deserved it until I heard the shower story. Okay. Uh, he's, <laughs> your father is very, very generous for Christmas every year. In the, in the, in the beginning years, no. You know, we, we struggled, and, and uh, it was – I am an avid reader. So um, – and still to this day, my favorite gifts are – when he goes to the bookstore and he just and he still does he brings me piles of books mm-hmm. um and that's my always will be my favorite gift um so that was you know in the early years that you know that's what it was things like that underwear you know stuff like that need things i needed around the house whatever mm-hmm. and then of course as we became more successful the gifts changed um but this year thank you covid it's a very very rough year mm-hmm. so i said to daddy i do not want a christmas gift he looked at me and he said that is not an option. No. I said, I do not want a Christmas gift. He said, not an option. I said, well, then just get me the books the way you always get me, and that is more than enough. And he usually goes to William Sonoma and he gets me something, a little gadget or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those are always my favorite gifts. And he looked at me, he goes, my joy is doing for you. Don't take that joy away from me. Mm-hmm. So that's where I feel like the husband was coming from. Well, look, I think, you know, one of the reasons I like this this year is everyone, a lot of people are getting their ass kicked. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a damn shame. Yes. And it's a year where being, you know, super materialistic and all that other stuff. Like, you know, I, I said to people this last month, we had a, we had such a crazy. It's a really crazy time to be in the business that we are in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and. Every year. I, I think it's not very strange to have people like mentally check out in December, like no matter what business you're in, you just kind of feel people check out. It's like, like senioritis. Yeah, yeah. You're just like kind of, yeah. you know what? I just want to get the holidays going or yeah. I got a holiday party or I'm thinking about what I'm getting somebody or whatever. Right. And I think this year was that on steroids because not only were we checked out, a lot of us weren't looking forward to it the way that we did. It's a lot more of a recap like this year is to- so totally screwed up, right? Mm-hmm. So you're thinking of that. A lot of us lost people. A lot of us didn't make the money we're used to making or something like that. Maybe we lost our job. Mm. So you can't necessarily do the things that you want to do. Right. You know, every year, I told Chels that like, hey, listen, for Christmas, it would be a trip every year. I thought that would be just kind of a fun thing that like, you know, you'd find out where we're going. We can't do that. No. Like, well, you know, where are you going to go? And even daddy said, he goes, listen, you're not going to get 
the gifts you usually get, the, you know, the, the caliber of gifts you usually get, but don't tell me I can't get you anything. Yeah. So, and, um, well, you do it and you do what you can and right. all that other stuff. But like, right. you know, I think that when you're talking about, you know, keeping things to a budget in this, here's what I will say. I think a husband and wife is one thing. Okay. But I think at the same time, if people are doing that, you know, there's, there may be a level of, okay, here's what I can do, and I'm putting it out there, like, just so I don't feel bad at you trying to do something that I cannot personally, mm. right? So if I can only spend 25 bucks and you're dropping 50, that's going to make me feel like shit. Like, there might be that layer of whatever. Or, or he was shopping, he saw that purse, knew that it looked like her, it felt like her, and he just wanted to surprise her and make her happy. You know, there also is that point of view as well. But to say that, you know, she was furious and took it back. I think she's, that was uncalled for. Me too. Do you want to know what Abby said? What did Abby say? Uh, Since your husband had already bought the gift, you should have accepted it graciously and kept quiet. Not kept quiet, honey. You shouldn't have done this. I love you to death for it. But we, you know, I, we made a deal. Even if in the joke, you, you broke the deal. You shouldn't have done this. I, you know, I love you for it. Well, she said blah, blah, blah. at a later date, remind him of your agreement to set a limit on the cost of Christmas gifts and stick with it next year. I think you owe your husband an apology. You know, maybe she was embarrassed, like you said, whatever, whatever. I don't know. But um, I think he done uh, he he did that with uh, kindness in mind. And not, you know, no malice at all. I feel like he saw something that reminded him so much of her that he wanted her to have it. And uh, even if he put himself back a little bit, it was worth it to him. Mm-hmm. And I think she should have accepted it gracefully. With the you know, the undertone of, you're crazy, you shouldn't have done this. You know, we can't afford it, but thank right. you. You know, acknowledge that, you know, it was above the thing in a in a kind way. Right. You know, but accept it. Um, and, uh, you, you, you don't know the hows and the whys of what he does and does. And maybe it was always his point to his intention to spend more on you because he didn't want it for himself. Maybe he was being selfless that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, um, I, I don't think being furious and, and giving it back does anything in a positive, uh, light. Same. Hmm. Same. What do you think, Jules? I agree. I, yeah. Everything that Don just said. Totally agree. Nothing else I can add. I'm a pretty horrible gift giver, I'm finding. I think, you know what, though? I think I'm great with the kids. Mm -hmm. But, like, I have a lot of really great intentions to give gifts. But, like, I I just, my brain goes elsewhere. This year was so unlike any year. And, again, we don't, it's been a very, you know, anybody in the food service industry, you hear me, it has been Mm -hmm. a horror of a year for us. And um, so Christmas is really scaled down this year. But I didn't even go in the store because I don't want to deal with it. So I did everything online. Everybody was shipping for free. So my shopping this year was very, very different than it normally is because normally I'll go into a store. I like to see things and touch them and, you know, see what's out there. And this year I just went across the board. Okay, if I got one a pair of pajamas, they all got a pair of pajamas. Different uh-huh. pajamas, but pajamas. If I got one a pair of shoes, they all got a pair of shoes because I just couldn't deal with it. My my brain couldn't wrap around it. It has been a very challenging year for year for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not want to have uh, a blue Christmas, if you will, but it's definitely a very scaled down Christmas. But I didn't even walk into a store. 
I, I got everything on my <clears> own. <throat> That's like us. I think it's this is one of those years, guys. I think we just got to be happy we are together. Yeah. True okay. story. I just want to add that Al mm. is a very generous gift giver. You are, Al. And You're a good soul, Al. You're a good I try guy. to be. I raised three good ones, <laughs> I think. It's because Jules got her gift. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Were you expecting anything this year? Were you expecting me to forget? You were expecting me to forget. What? Any kind of gift this year? No. I, I, I think I, t- I tend. Did I forget last year? You sure did. Did I forget last you year? You sure did. I don't know that I did. I yelled at you. No, I didn't. I don't know that I did. Jews came bearing gifts and you had nothing. No, 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 no. I had the. Uh... You had the Christmas party that never happened. <laughs> no, there was something. No, there wasn't. You were supposed to have a Christmas party that never happened because of COVID. All right. No, that's last Christmas. Last Christmas. Last Christmas. Well, and now Christmas it's this Christmas. That doesn't make any sense. Of course, it makes all the sense in the world. It makes zero sense. Last Christmas, you were supposed to have this party. <laughs> you didn't have it in December. Then it will happen in January. Then COVID starts rolling around. Never happened. You were supposed to exchange gifts, and you never did. It's all good. Your gift is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> My gift to Jules is um, not repeating on the actual podcast how her birthday dinner went. <laughs> you guys had to be there on the live show. Yes. Did your parents listen to the live show? They did, yeah. They did thought they, it was funny. They heard the story. They were fine with it? Yeah. Well, my mom's like, really? Well, <laughs> did, you, did you make it to the toilet? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like uh, kind of. She's like, oh, Julia, I told you. Don't get sick at Albie's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chelsea had some cleanup to do. That's no, so I cleaned funny. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. It was, I actually got out of there early because I knew Jules was like, <laughs> you know, it was a thing. But we're not going to get into it. Anyway. Love you all. Love you all. Merry, merry, everybody. God, God, uh, Godspeed. Be safe. Be well. And celebrate just being together because it's been a wild one. True that. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>